0: Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of It's a Definite Maybe, a podcast for those who are just trying to figure it all out. On today's episode, Stella and I wanted to tell you the story of how we met and a little bit more of an insight into our friendship. So, Stell, I was on my Facebook uh, the other day and I got a little Facebook memory, which is mm-hmm. reliving the golden days because I don't think any of us <laughs> post on Facebook that much anymore. It's all about TikTok and the gram. And I got a memory of whatever event we we're at at uni of us looking like little babies. I think we were maybe 20 or 21, tiny little baby angels before we <laughs> dived into adulting and the the adult world. And it just made me think about, wow, we've known each other for What year is it? 2021? Like seven years?
1: Has it really been that long? We met in
0: 2014, at the start of 2014, as well.
1: As if. I know. Is wow. that coming up
0: eight years then? Is my maths correct? 2022 will be eight years.
1: Look, at the time that we're recording this, it's currently 6.30 p.m. We've both had a big day at work. My brain is not brainy anymore, so I'm sure people are like screaming at their phones or whatever listening device they're using and going, it's this many years. But anyway, you can do the maths. I, the
0: thing, I didn't do a degree in maths and the ironic thing is- Nor is did my, I. My boyfriend did. <laughs> I hate numbers. I still use my calculator to add 1 plus 1 just to make sure it does equal 2 because I'm just a little bit doubtful.
1: Dude, I'm so embarrassed at the the number of times that I've used my calculator and then it spit out the answer and I've looked at it and gone, oh, duh, of course, I could have done
0: that (laughs) in my head easily. (laughs) I remember um, sitting my year 12 maths exam and I was so stressed out I was going to screw something up that I quite literally used my fancy $200 whatever year 12 (laughs) calculator to add, I think it was two plus three, because I was like, is this definitely five? I don't know. (laughs) Year 12 maths exam. Oh my God, it was so embarrassing.
1: I mean, hey, you got to do what you got to do. And if you've got to rely on the calculator, fine. If that's what you've got to do to pass or get that that
0: 50, then... Whatever works for you. We're doing our best. And for those who are <laughs> have not done VCE and are not from oh, Victoria, yeah. <laughs> a 50 is the top score you can get in a year 12 unit in VCE, which is what we both graduated from. Good times. Completely off track. <laughs> um, let's let's wind back the clock. I'm going to go somewhere between seven to eight years. There's uh-huh. probably people screaming at their phones being like, you can't do maths, but it's fine.
1: We've established it. I feel like I'm going to need to calculate it on my calculator now just so that I can
0: confirm <laughs>
1: I love Give it. Give me a second while I do that. I Continue. <laughs> I'll, I'll report back once I have a response. I love this.
0: Um, yeah. Anyway, back to the beginning of 2014 when we first met. Seven years. Seven years. Okay, good. Yep, Glad that years. we've confirmed. Coming up 8th and <laughs> shortly if we look at February or whenever we begin year. True. Yeah. So first, what was it? First semester of our first year of uni and I think we were in a commerce law class. And for those who don't it know was. me, reading laws textbook not for me not not my cup of tea I even started my degree being like so anti-commerce and yet I graduated with a double degree of arts and commerce but that's fine that's a story for another day and um I I don't think we actually sat next to each other or talked until about halfway through the semester
1: yeah I I remember going into pretty much all of my classes feeling so self-conscious and and they would do those icebreakers of all right talk to the person next to you and and you have to tell everyone one fact about you and so that just made me even more socially anxious than I already was so in tutes in particular my interactions with people were pretty limited (laughs) anyway so I think that also contributed to not having spoken before a decent chunk into the semester
0: I like vividly remember the our classroom our tutorial classroom was two layers of like u-shaped desks that I made like a u-shape and I remember that you I think I sat in the front inner circle and I think you were in the outer back circle but we were always still a few seats apart And I just always remember thinking, oh, she looks so cool. That was my first impression. (laughs) You were, like, the coolest, hottest bitch out there. Oh, how wrong you were. (laughs) Apparently. No, I'm kidding. Um, You're still cool. You're still hot. I still love your style. You know, that's fine. But I just remember you dressed so, like, in my memory. It was, like, really edgy and really cool. And as a little impressionable 18-year-old, I was like, I want to be her. And then I also remember looking at you and thinking, oh, she looks half Asian. And for those that don't know, Stella and I both half Asian which we absolutely love our heritage and I thought oh I haven't really met a lot of other half Asian people and she kind of looks like me and mm-hmm. a weird sort of ethnical heritage sort of vibe <laughs> and I really like that but I was so scared to talk to you because you ended up sitting next to some other girls who I cannot remember who they were and I was like oh she's yep. friends with them and I knew no one and I I didn't know anything about commerce law I didn't have a freaking clue in what I was doing and I was just like how can I be this girl's friend <laughs>
1: Well, for those of you who don't know me personally, I am very competitive and when it comes to classes and things like that, like I will contribute. I have no issues contributing. And this class in particular was one where you could tell everyone was a bit wary because everyone was a first year student and no one really knew what they were doing yet. Everyone was getting into the swing of university and I was so My brain was so deep in uni already (laughs) and I was so invested that I was like, right, I'm going to read my textbook. I'm going to be three chapters ahead of everything. I'm going to memorize all of these cases (laughs) and, you know, all of this sort of stuff. And so there would always be these questions that our teacher would throw out to us in class and I would always be the first one to answer them. That's really not painting... Painting the best picture of me, but like I've always been one of those kids where I love doing well, I love succeeding, so I'll always be the one to like have my hand up and answer the teacher's questions. Such so a teacher's This bet. class was no different,
0: hundred percent, and I'll own it. I know you've really just unlocked a memory now of just you sitting there with your <laughs> textbook and your backpack, and I remember you had these like really edgy, like platform booties, like little black booties, and you yep. always had like laid outfits, and I just vividly remember you always <laughs> being the one to answer. Or there was a certain class, I think it was one of the first I don't even know if we had interacted I think together Conwell yet
1: was probably our first class together like we didn't talk memory. for a
0: couple of weeks it took us a while to no. actually decide to sit next to each other and I don't even know what spurred us to because I don't think we sat together in the, in the lecture but you were just like the know-it-all you were always answering you were always arguing <laughs> with other people which you're not like that now you're not you're a little bit more chilled out but I just remember you being this person and someone would be like oh it's this and you're like no you're wrong No.
1: Well, I don't know what it was about that class, but it really (laughs) brought out my competitive spirit. And I think it may have been because I was so invested in memorizing all of the cases so that when it came to stating precedent, I was like, well and truly sorted. Because that seemed to be a common thread for the questions, not to derail us too much from this conversation about how (laughs) we met, but there was a common thread of state cases to support this, um, support the outcome of of
0: How you would handle this case? That was literally the entire and unit. That's really just like we're unlocking much, lots of memories tonight.
1: Pretty much, and it got to the point where I would answer pretty much every single question that the teacher would ask something, and I would just sit there and sort of wait for someone else to respond, <laughs> and then when no one else did, I would just jump in and answer the question. A true, anyway. Hermione Granger. <laughs> Very much so. That being said, though, because I was a fresh little baby into uni and didn't really know my way around things I was still really nervous and so the idea of like branching out and talking to people and interacting it took a little while for me to to get to that point I I genuinely don't remember either what spurred us on to actually talk to each other and sit next to each other which is probably not that great for the context of this episode. No, given
0: we're giving the history of us, but that's okay. Correct. <laughs> I just, now I've got Taylor just stuck on my head. It's a story of us or something. I don't know. <laughs> anyway.
1: But, I mean, we became pretty pretty close friends after that pretty we quickly. Did. And I think it definitely helped that we were interested in the same things and we were studying similar things at least. And we were both pretty involved in the Marketing Student Society for our university as well. Um, And so I think being on committee really
0: bonded us a lot. It really solidified that and cemented that friendship.
1: Yeah, because we spent a lot of time together on committee things and planning out events and and just getting involved in uni life. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that made a pretty big difference to contribute to how close we got in The short period of time
0: that it was in the end. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that was a good three years together at uni I think maybe I think two so. years on committee together something like that yeah and then I, I still don't know how we stayed friends obviously I love you and you're a wonderful <laughs> person that came out totally wrong I know why we stayed friends I don't know how we've managed it I think I've seen you in person once I in don't the know last how we've years. done it you're
1: such a terrible person and I hate you so much and I don't know why I'm still around
0: <laughs> oh this is not not painting me in a good light at all but I mean you and I have just had that friendship where we never hung out that much in person yeah. but we like i text I text you literally every day,
1: yeah. Well, I think it comes down to both of us being the type of people who value little nuggets of contact here and there as opposed to needing to hang out all the time and be fully one hundred percent clued into each other's lives in order to be able to properly maintain a friendship. Yeah. And from my perspective, a reason why i've always really valued you as a friend is because you've always made a real effort to check in with me, send me a message, you know, send me a, a cat video, send me so a tiktok, send me a photo that <laughs> reminded you of me. And i'm i'm similar. For those of you who are lucky enough to be my friends, unfortunately. No, i'm kidding. Tag tag everyone in things all the time on Facebook when something comes up that reminds me of you or I'll send I'll send people TikToks that remind me of them. And that's sort of my way of saying I'm thinking about you and your front of mind. That's so cute. And I think you're sort of similar in in that way as well, where when I pop into your head, you'll reach out to me and shoot me a message or you'll send me whatever it is that's made you think of me. And I really appreciate that.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's something that I really enjoy. I've always been that person that probably spends too much time on social media, (laughs) um, tagging a lot of people and people who are like, I don't care about this 175th Cat video you sent me, but you will. So I know I can send you these (laughs) stupid memes and cat videos, and you know the the videos I see on TikTok now, which has become probably my main content consumption platform. Yeah. But I'll say the stupidest thing. I'm like, oh, Stella's gonna find this funny. Like, there's a a video I saw. I think yesterday. I think it was the New York Marathon. Sort of a couple of days before we recorded this, and there was a duck. Oh my god, the duck. The duck. duck. Yes, the duck. (laughs) I was like, Stella will enjoy this, and that's just how well we know each other. I did enjoy
1: that. I did enjoy it a lot. (laughs) Well, I think also what contributes to us keeping in touch with each other so closely and being able to send videos and photos and things that remind us of each other is because we are fundamentally quite similar, even mm-hmm. though we are also quite different in a lot of ways as well. Mm-hmm. And so I think the areas that we are similar in are the things that we tend to bond over. To cats. And I think... It's just cats. Exactly. Yeah. And just also like how we go about different situations and our mindset and approach to certain things in a lot of cases Mm -hmm. is pretty similar and I mean I was thinking about it and I genuinely don't think that we've ever had an argument before. I was thinking about that as we were
0: planning this episode I was like we've never fought on anything. No. Which is really rare because I'm a really feisty person and really impatient and I'm usually the one that's gonna hold a grudge or get grumpy
1: but you and I just... So mellow. But mind you as well, like, I don't think it's because we don't disagree on things because there are definitely things that we don't agree on. But I think you and I and our communication styles just sort of match each other quite well. And we're able to sort of take our emotions out of it a little bit sometime um, sometimes and look at things of how would I want to be communicated with in this particular instance? Like there was a time recently when we were chatting through how to give feedback, um, when it came to podcast stuff. And I think I'd asked you the question, um, how would you like me to give you feedback on things? Or if there's something that we need to sort of address and overcome, how would you like me to, to do that with Mm you? Um, and you'd said, Oh, I, I would prefer it to be said in a way of like, I love you. You're great. This is really awesome. However, there's this one thing that I think we can address. Um, let's look at what we can do together or like presenting it in a really constructive mm-hmm. kind of way as opposed to just giving criticism and, and then just letting it linger in the oh, air. Yeah, and does then.
0: does not so well for me.
1: It not really going anywhere. Yeah, it. and so I think – You and I are quite similar in that sense as well, where if you're going to give me criticism or feedback, I'm fully open to that. Mm -hmm. However, make it constructive. Like, it doesn't really help me if you say, hey, I think you suck at this. (laughs) Like, great, that's fine. I probably do suck at it, but tell me what I can do to get better yeah, be or about it. What, can, what can we do so that I suck a little bit less at mm-hmm. this thing.
0: Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I think the thing that's made our friendship last and a little bit unconventional compared to a lot of my other close friendships where I see those people once a week, once every second week is even though I see you probably once a year in person, which is ridiculous because mm-hmm. we make a podcast now. But <laughs> we always sort of have, we don't have to wait for the other person to check in. We just know what's yeah. going to happen without even thinking about it. And I think that's what works well, at least in our friendship and what's worked. The blur, there's such a blur in my memory between sort of like second year uni and probably mm-hmm. 2019. I don't really know what we did. We've always been there for each other in all of those big yeah. moments from oh, I've met this boy to heartbreak to yeah. trying to find the first job and going through interviews to moving house and traveling overseas and you know, always excited to be like, oh, I can't wait for you to come home, I can't wait to catch up. I don't really know what else we did in between that gap to be honest, but we've some, <laughs> you know, st- stayed best friends for however, what did we decide 7 years?
1: Seven years. Seven years. Good stuff. I think a major contributor to how we've managed to stay friends for so long and maintain a sense of closeness is we both make a real effort with each other. It's one of those friendships where – there's a mutual energy exchange, and I we know when person. I put energy out there, I'm going to get energy back, as opposed to constantly throwing energy out into the void or hitting my head against a brick wall and never getting anything in return. Because it sounds kind of, I don't know, uh, people may view friendships differently, but for me, we touched on it in an earlier episode, but the friendships that I appreciate the most are the ones where there's that mutual energy exchange. Yeah, it's and a energy Exactly. It has to be give and take. And I think our relationship is. And something that we've definitely learned since we've been doing podcasting is there are a lot of areas where we are quite similar, Mm -hmm. but there's also a lot of areas where we're different and where we sort of balance each other quite well. And I think it's just, it's just nice to have a friendship where you're also putting in effort and (laughs) I'm not just like constantly feeling like I'm running around in circles, chasing my own tail and... I'm always the one to initiate things. Yeah, we
0: don't have to try, which is really nice. Basically, our our friendship, I think, these days is filled off cat videos, looking at wedding dresses and engagement rings, and then – talking about the weird <laughs> things that we've done, like, oh, look, look at this fun thing I bought or like, here's a stupid selfie.
1: And honestly, isn't that what all good friendships are based on? So we've got a, we've got a decent foundation built there. Oh,
0: the ugly selfies that you have of me, <laughs> I can't even begin to count how many you would have if we ever got in a fight or you needed blackmail, like.
1: Well, we were reminiscing and we were going back and I think we were, this was when we first launched the podcast and we were looking for a photo to post on social we media no and you were looking together. through your camera roll. I know. No. Think, that's that's a whole other. Is story. that the sign we'll of a good friendship that. that we have
0: no photos together from the last like five years? Maybe.
1: Who <laughs> knows? I don't know. But you were you were scrolling through your camera roll and you sent me a screenshot and I think it was at the the marketing ball or something like that and I'd just taken this series of really terrible <laughs> selfies, just really close up. And if if I were to ever die if something were to happen to me or if I were to ever go missing I would like to think that you would post those photos in memoriam <laughs> of me because totally. that pretty much sums up who I am as a person like it. really unattractive angles making a face that I didn't even know my face could make
0: <laughs> I love that the amount of times that you see me like looking like a drowned rat with like wet mop hair tucked in my <laughs> towel, looking like an absolute <laughs> fool Pulling like six <laughs> chins in a selfie, too many to count. So many
1: Udi photos, so as well. So many Udi photos.
0: You know, it was a time we were going through lockdown, and it was winter. <laughs> I'm going through a phase, and that phase will last for the next forty five years. Thank you.
1: They feel like a warm hug. It's not our fault that they're amazing.
0: Udi is literally the best thing I've ever invested in.
1: I know Udi. If you want to sponsor us, feel free to hit us up because we are major advocates of your product. I will post <laughs> as many
0: TikToks as you want
1: in it, Udi. I'll do it. I will. <laughs> I will make it my uniform I'll show up to Oof. the office in my UDI.
0: oh I think I get sent I home to. if I showed up in an hoodie but like yellow, look
1: probably same realistically <laughs> I don't know if I would go quite as far as like being sent home or
0: losing my job so there's, there's a line there's a line I'd walk in and my boss would just be like what are you wearing and I will like walk in with my <laughs> hoodie and like my nice handbag and heels and she'd be like no home <laughs> no nah, to be honest I'd probably just get laughed at
1: And on that note, I think that's probably enough recording for us today. (laughs) As always, thank you so much, guys, for listening. We really appreciate all of you coming along with us on this journey. Make sure to head over to our socials. We can continue the conversation over there. We've got Facebook and Instagram. You guys know the drill. Everything will be in our show notes. If you do have any conversation topics you want to hear us cover, or if you need any advice, please feel free to reach out via DM or email, whatever suits you best. We'd love to hear from you.
0: Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, set those notifications on. We have new episodes every Wednesday so make sure you're not missing out on anything that we cover in each weekly episode thanks for coming along with us as we talk about the topics of life that might not always have a one-size-fits-all approach on it's a definite maybe bye bye see you next week